And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association podcast, episode number 66 today. As always, this podcast is brought to you by Old Bridge Pizza. Shout out to Larry. Make sure you guys go in there. Say what's up. Say you're from the league. Um, make sure you guys, of course, as always, right across the street from Lombardi every time. I know a lot of teams get practicing. Stop in over there. Say what's good. Say what's up to our guys over there at Old Bridge Pizza. Um, and shout out to Chaos Gym, run by Sean McDonald, uh, behind Comfy on 516. Good CrossFit-esque workout, really works everything. Um, three classes a week, Baradine Athletes, first month free. You also get a free, uh, one class free. So just stop on by, uh, DM the page, he'll tell you what times the classes are. Usually four classes a day, three days a week. So, check it out, get in shape. Yeah, love to see that. Kurtzman's been on his uh, I have chaos. Been, I have been on, been my on chaos his chaos grind. Four straight classes. Yeah, uh, bad. on this podcast, no Dylan straight today has been kind of a staple as of late. I honestly have no clue why Dylan isn't here. Um, I just think that we might have just forgot to invite him tonight. It happens. So, <laughs> uh, as always, me, Kurtzman, my father, Tommy Savaro here. Dad, you got anything to say before uh, you want to before we get in here? Yeah, I actually, miss Dylan. I think he's uh, very insightful. I wish he was here. I think Dylan is the number one person on the podcast. So, oh, it's like a crazy, terrible that I think new. No, I think I think new voices just uh, new energy, make, make, bring, make, new, bring energy. new energy. Also, I just want to say I apologize to the Falcons and the Ravens. Sorry, the film isn't up yet. I really can't tell you why, but I'm assuming Augie's uploading it now. Augie's uploading it right now. Probably be up by the time that this podcast is up. Honestly. Um, all right, let's jump into the week six. We are officially over half. We are in the second half of the season. Honestly, the season Make is your go- playoff run. The season is going really well. Let's start with that. Midway right. th- midway through the season, the season is going really well, right? Um, I think it- it's competitive. I think teams are getting better. Uh, the weather's going to start turning a little bit. I'm excited for the second half of the season. I think um, there's a lot of teams that could end up winning it. Uh, I think the teams that we expected to be there are there, and I'm really looking forward to the second half of the season, Gertzman. Yeah, no, I think some teams are rounding into shape, and um, I hope to see a lot of parity come playoff time where our picks in the first round are differing. Yeah. I think, Dad, you have anything to say about the second half of the season? <coughs> looking forward to it. I think, like you said, teams are getting better. I think you can see a lot of surprises in the first round of the playoffs. All right, let's jump into the Week 6 preview. Dun, wow. Dun. All right. First game, Kirschman, we'll start with you. Lions versus Cardinals. Um, let's start with who is not playing in this game. Nick Tompkins is out for the Falcons. Rhett Crystal is out for the Lions. Two major losses. Julius Belton. Uh, Julius is Belton out. is also out. Two huge losses for the Lions. Uh, Lions, and obviously a huge loss, first round pick for this weekend for the Cardinals. I don't think there's any subs in this game. I think everyone. No, is... they're missing a couple guys because Spo oh, okay. is playing for Tompkins. Spo so is. Oh. They're missing. I don't know. I don't know who they are missing outside of Tompkins, but he told me that he's missing a bunch of guys. And okay, so Spo is in. Yeah. For so Tompkins. let's set the table with Spo being in. I think that's a huge pickup for them. All right, Kurtzman, no Rhett. No Julius. Julius might lead the league in targets as we discussed. Julius has been great for you. Rhett has been the steal of the draft great for you. How do you think your team reacts with the loss of those two players? Well, I just want to say um, Julius has been a staple of the offense so far. I love throwing him the ball um, and letting him just make plays with his feet. Um, Rhett, like you said, been the absolute steal of the draft, so I'm definitely going to be missing them this week. Julius probably for a few more weeks. Um, but... I, I think that my team is resilient and we have a next man up mentality and 
I told my team, I said, yo, we got two of our bigger players out this week. Someone's got to step up and make some plays, whether it be Dean, whether it be Scott, Rougeau, Connor. Um, you're going to see a lot more creativity out of our team this week. I'm going to move some guys into different spots. We're going to have to... We're gonna really. I think I'm really gonna have to game plan for this one because they have a very good roster. The Cardinals do, and we're a little shorthanded this week. But I'm not worried. I think we're gonna go in there. And we're gonna compete hard. Dad, how do you feel about how the Cardinals match up against Christmas team this week? The Lions. Uh, you know me. I'm a big line of scrimmage guy, and I, you know, going into this, this would have been the marquee matchup about uh, for the best two lines in the league both offense and defense I know. it's unfortunate i still think you're getting very good line play this weekend though it's unfortunate we're missing rhett thank you for your service and uh and we're missing uh tompkins uh two two really big pieces to the puzzle when it comes to those two teams i'm i'm, I'm upset that i'm not going to see that matchup um but i think i, I think joe piscopo is uh, subbing for uh not, not piscopo i'm sorry spo yes yeah Spoh's subbing for for Tompkins, and you know that's an old battery mate of uh, of Joe, and I, I think uh, he'll be energized to play on that team. I, I agree. I think he's going to be a big pickup for them this weekend. He'll probably you know make up for a lot of what Tompkins will be missing out there. Um, I think that uh, an important piece of information that should be put out there. Not the, and, and we do not know. So Joe, before Joe freaks out, what? No, before Joe freaks out, I just want to say Joe texted me this weekend, uh. he, uh, and he or this week I should say, and he goes, "Send me your dad's number." So dad, Joe, you and Joe Stop. have been in the lab scheming. No, just so listen. you know, that tell it, tell Joe that you have not divulged any information. I, I will never ever do that. Yeah. Oh my so what? God. So what? What? What did the conversations been like? <laughs> it's you know. Talking about the league. Uh, let me tell you something. No one's opinion is more valued in this league <laughs> uh-huh, than okay. mine. Uh-huh, and this has been proven. Yeah. Polls have been taken. So if someone asks me for my sage advice, I feel obligated to give it to them. So we don't know the advice that was given, but do you feel confident in the Cardinals having a good game plan this week? Absolutely. And what I want to do is I want to challenge someone. I want to call someone out. Who? I need Douglas to step up this week. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, he's a number one. He's a number one pick. He's a first round. It didn't happen. I need him to show everyone why that should have happened. He, like I said, he's a perennial MVP. He's got to step up this week, especially when Rhett's out. I think you still have Jarwar and True. Very interesting. Very, very good line. Yeah, very, I'm very not taking any away from them too. I think you know you're gonna call out someone on the line. I think um, if the Cardinals want to win this game, Augie was talking about how Musi was a beast, had that huge sack on fourth down to close that game. game out last week. Uh, he needs to be consistent and do it again. Like he needs to do it again this week if they want to win the game. Yeah. Um, when you look out on the perimeter, you got a someone a lurker, uh, Joe Ivanak. Kurtzman is prone to the interception, especially on the conversions this uh, yeah, this nah, year has man. thrown him. Um, I also want to say that if you take a conversion to the house, that's huge. Yeah, like, that's no, absolutely eight points, huge. Eight yeah, eight points on huge. the board is huge. But continue. If you but want. um, at the perimeter, you're gonna have guys like Ivanak. Um, you're gonna have Spo potentially on the outside like in this it. game. Ed Zalek on the perimeter for the Lions. You call someone out, step up. I'm going to call out Dean. I think Dean, after um, you know Dean Lakers and five Dean Roventini, I think he needs to step up this week after he had a few drops last week. We saw Dean two weeks ago had a huge one-handed catch late in that two game. Two touchdowns, in that two game touchdowns. As well. I need that Dean in this game. You yeah. know, no Julius. 
um, you're going to have to have Dean. I think Scott is no, as well, another person that's going to have to step up on the team. Ryan Rougeau, another person that's going to have to step up. Someone's going to have to step up and be that number two behind Mike Nino, who I think is leading the league in touchdowns at this point. Um, no, nah, listen, I told my team, like I said, someone's got to step up and make the plays. And I know that I have guys that are capable of doing it. Um, I've seen them do it before. Rougeau has a few touchdowns this year. Dean, a few touchdowns. Scott makes plays for us. Um, Connor hasn't seen a lot of work on offense, but I'm going to try to get him in this week at receiver and see what he can add to the table. Um, I'm really excited about the matchup. I wish both teams were at full strength so that we could really see who the best guys in the trenches are. I obviously would take my guys any day of the week, but um, it's still going to be a very good matchup. I'm excited to line up against Piscopo. Um, I think I was the first one to play against Piscopo as his starting quarterback because he was he started. I played him week two Titans summer, so that was his first start. So um, it's been a long time since I played against him, so I'm excited to get back out there and play. All right, let's do our picks. I'm uh, obviously taking myself. I'll start. Kurtzman takes himself. We all know. I'll go with the Cardinals in this game. First, second time of the year I'm picking against Kurtzman. I, I picked uh, I don't think I picked against IB this year since the first week. I picked IB against Kurtzman. I lost on that game. I'm going to go back to the well, though. I'm going to take the Cardinals in this one. I think not having Rhett is a huge loss in this game. No Julius is a huge loss in this game. I think it's going to be really competitive. Kurtzman looked phenomenal last week. Probably... You could argue one of his best games ever at the quarterback position, but I like, you know, Joe was very focused this week. He called me on Saturday. On, he called me on Saturday. I was sleeping. I take my nap after the after we, when we get home from Bear Down, and he called me and was like, how do I beat Kurtzman? And then I fell asleep, and then I, I, I mean, I was like, Joe, I'm sleeping. I'll call you back later. Never called him back. Sorry, Joe. But then that's why he asked me for your number, Dad. He did hit me up first, but it is what it is. But it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, it is, what it is. but, um... But no, I like. I think they're gonna be very prepared this week. I think Spo is gonna be huge for them, and I think they uh, they they squeak this one out. I'll go final score, twenty six, twenty four. Kurtzman failed two point conversion to win the game, <laughs> to tie the game. I should say, Dad. I, I think no uh, Julius and and no Rhett really hurts this team. Uh, I, I know True's there and True can is all world and he could he could pick up the slack, but. Uh, and I never pick against Kurtzman. <laughs> I, 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 I love that they're picking against. The la- I didn't say. I didn't say it yet. I didn't I know, say it yet. I, oh, the last time, the last time I picked against Kurtzman was, was last summer against uh, against uh, Sobs. Sobs. And and was that got, the last time? That's the last time I picked against Kurtzman. Yeah, you picked me this year. You picked me in the championship. I, I, I pick yeah. him every time. But uh, this week, I'm I'm gonna go with the Cardinals this week. It's because right. you're. It's because you're. I, honorary, I think I think you're he's on the. He's a I think he's. I think he's on the mand, and I I think that. I think I think if they had the game plan, you know, uh, to stop Danino, I think who else does he have? It's gonna be tough to stop Mike. There's the uh, uh, listen, there, listen. There's the challenge, boys. So yeah. I'm gonna go do My, it. Mike is such an excellent athlete, and I know Kurtzman called him the best receiver in the league. Uh, definitely my rookie year. I picked him for rookie year early, but uh, he's still not not Justin, so he's not the Oof, best receiver in the league he's yet. Definitely, Oof, that's a mistake. Uh, Don't let Mike hear that one. What, Mike? Mike and Justin got that little friendly rivalry, two of the better athletes. Uh, Mike Danino. Mike's up, a rookie, so up to I'm this, going with the veteran. Up to this point, Mike Danino looks like the best wide receiver in the league, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, sure. I think I on any it, given day. I don't think it's close. I think on any given day. If, it's if, I, if, I, if I be through to Justin as much as Kurtzman uh, towards the Danino, I bet you the same numbers. Guess what? I know what I got, I guess. I, <laughs> listen, I'll say this. I think Justin, Connor, Different Mike. offense. Justin, Connor, Mike, a lot of these guys could be the best receiver on any of given course. day. A lot of talent in the league. Of course. All right, let's get into the next 10 o'clock game. Dolphins versus the Bucks. Kurtzman, you recently played against the Bucks. We saw the Dolphins play, yeah. Dad, in the last one. 
Uh, Dad, I'll actually go back to you here to start. How do you feel about this game, Dolphins versus the Bucks? I think it's a big bounce back for Sobes. Uh, he's too good to, to drop two in a row. You're never going to see that. Uh, and I think he's going to be a little bit upset about last week's game. So uh, I think he's going to come out on fire. You think they're going to pour it on this week? I think they are. Um, I think that this is a very um, contrast game of contrasting styles. The Buccaneers yes. play a slow, a slower paced um, defensive battle. Play. I mean, no, this, this, the Dolphins huddle every play as well now. But um, I think what I'm trying to get at is that they rely on their defense more than their offense to do the damage for them. Um, they have their work cut out for them this week. They really got to have a good game plan. I know Sam Allen has definitely been in the lab getting whatever game plan ready to go for Sobes and the Dolphins. It's never an easy stop when you're trying to play against the Dolphins. They got receivers that can make plays, and they got Sobes that end of the day, one of the best uh, quarterbacks in our league's history. Yeah. Um, this is going to be a matchup. Uh, I think this is a, a very good matchup in terms of schematics, which coach is going to come out on top because, you know, you got guys Joe. like Dylan, Morick, Matt Hughes, and Sobes working on that side, and then you got two of the brightest minds in our league in Jordan Mayo and Sam Allen, as well as Mark, who just a very good football mind. So I really think that this is going to come down to um, can the Bucks rack up enough stops, get the pressure on Sobes. Damien and Mark are going to have to do a good job of containing him. Um, Sobes is lethal when he escapes the pocket and is on the move. So I'm just looking to see, can the Bucks defense step up the way they stepped up against me? Who is, is going to be Morick on Mark DeMeo? Well, Mark Morick. DeMeo is going to get to decide who he goes Morick up against Morick and Lebo. Line. He'll have Morick or yep. Lebo, or maybe he wants to go up in the middle and go against Cody I mean, Norton. Be, you watched the yeah. tape last week. You see Cody Norton. Not, I'm not saying he was scared or anything like that, but a lot, couple errant snaps. Game was intense. High, high volume. Like, High pressure. pressure situation. Um, look, they're playing at ten o'clock this week, so the, I think the the air is always calmer at ten o'clock yes, in the morning than it is at twelve thirty. Um, so I'm just looking to see schematically what they do. They should make. They're gonna have to mix it up on defense. You gotta confuse Sobes. Um, but if they can score, if they can keep Sobes under twenty five, you got to think you have a chance to win. I I'm gonna say that. Um, I think in this game, Mark is gonna be such an X factor, and I also think I wanted to. I wanted to drop this uh, little bit of news out there. Um, Dylan got new contacts, allegedly. Direct quote from <laughs> Dylan. I was blind, and now I can see the future. Um, I think this is a big bounce-back week as well for the Dolphins. Did you say Dr. Mark was that? Yeah, it was, it was, Dr. Dr. was Dr. Mark. I'll yeah. give him free advertisement. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, Adam needs to act. You know, no, Adam needs to, you need to sponsor the podcast. Then, he could get, then we could shout out his eye doctor. Uh, eye future. Yeah. <laughs> I think, but no, but in, seri- in seri- all seriousness, I think the Bucks, you know, even though I'm gonna, I'll set my pick now. I'm gonna pick against them. I'm gonna take the the Dolphins in this game. I think the Bucks could be really competitive in this one, and I think I expect them to be really competitive in this one. I think the the mindset where the Dolphins are just gonna come out and kill them because they lost last week. Like I don't think Sobes plays. Ang- he's not gonna play angry. He's not gonna no. be mad. More determined. Gonna, yeah, determined. There's, yeah. There's gonna come out. And I think they're gonna execute at a little bit of a higher level. And I don't think they have to deal with uh, necessarily the perimeter threats that the Falcons, you know, posed for them. Okay, maybe not. There. Yeah, I, listen, I agree with that. The Falcons have good receivers, uh, very good receivers. Um, but the Bucks got weapons. They got Mark, Michael, Leva, Billy. Absolutely. They got guys that can make plays for Joe. Um, I personally like. I think the Bucks need a bounce back game kind of here. Um, got the big win in double overtime three weeks ago against the Patriots to get you to two and one. Dropped a close one to me, and then. Really, really disappointed with what I call, honestly, a dud by them against the Seahawks. Not saying that they um, were a shoe-in to win the game by any means, but only putting up 12 points, uh, only 6 points throughout probably like 34, 35 minutes of that game. Um, had a chance to win it, had a chance to tie it at the end, but I want to see the offense be more aggressive. Um, I want to see Joe take some one-on-one shots downfield, and I want... 
I just want I just want to see them improve offensively because they're not consistent right now offensively. Contrary to the um, probably the popular belief right now, and most people thinking about how could the Bucks win this game, people will say, "Oh, you gotta you know take it slow on offense." I actually think it's the opposite. I agree with you. I think they need to go down the field. I think they need big plays in this game, and you know try to you force need, a turnover. I on think, so, I think to, that's where you win. Yeah, not, think, not holding the ball. I think you need to put the pressure on them. Like, yes. like it's like when the it's like when the Giants are 0 6 and they go in to play the Ravens who are 6 and 0. It's like you know that you have nothing to lose. So go out there, go out there and try to make some big plays. You get the Dolphins overthinking, "Oh, why like, we shouldn't like the Dolphins think they should go in and win this game." You have them thinking early on, "Wait, why we can't be losing this game?" Like they get a little the pressure starts to build a little in their minds and then that's how you beat the better teams. You got to get put the foot to the pedal. That's how like you saw against IB. I ran no huddle the entire game and everyone says keep the ball out of IB's hands. So I think Putting sometimes putting the pressure on rather than playing conservative offensive game plan might be the better way to go. But I'm excited to see what Joe and Sam have for us to try to beat the Dolphins. I am taking you. You took the Dolphins, correct? Yes. I am also taking the Dolphins. Then Dolphins. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the next game, the 11-15 slate. Ravens Bills. Interesting. One win team versus a winless team. We were hard on the on the yes. Ravens on last podcast. Excuse me, Bills. We would have been very hard on you too, but you had a bye week. <laughs> Simple as that. These right now, I think I have these two teams as the low, two lowest teams in my power rankings. How do you feel about this one? Um, I think if last week wasn't a loser leaves town game, then this week has to be. Yes. Um, Ravens zero and five. You're playing for your lives. Like I just said, you got nothing to lose. Start being creative. I, w- I need to see more. I want to see Rob run more. Rob's at his best when he's when he's not thinking as much and he's just making that first read and then going. Or he's just got to make more. He's got to just make the throws. Um, defensively, though, you got to start playing together as a team. Mix up the coverages. Um, I need energy from the beginning. I can't have you guys falling behind early because you fall behind early. You're not the type of team that comes back and actually completes the comeback. Um the points for are a little skewed. You guys score a lot of points in garbage time. So I just want to see you guys come out and look like you at least have a plan out there. Because right now, on defense, it kind of looks like you guys are just doing whatever. I'll say this. I think the Bills had a practice. And the Bills over, have multiple practices. They've had multiple practices over the last week. And I think that means they're serious because they're saying, we're not going to show up for five more weeks and get our asses kicked. You want to come out here and compete. And I think the Bills have a good enough roster to compete with other teams. So... You need to get practices in. If they got practices in, they're going to be in good shape, I think. I agree with you thinking that the practices mean a lot. Dad, how do you feel about this game? I like um, the fact that the Bills, uh, I've seen an uptick in a lot of, of um, numbers for Q. Yes. We, we okay. said, let's get the ball to your, to your number ones, get it out there early and often, and, and, and Q's uh, numbers have been going up. I like that. It means the Bills are moving the ball. Yeah, no, they are. They um, and they are facing, without a doubt, the worst defense in yeah. the league with the Ravens. Yeah. So again, if we're gonna call people out and challenge people, I'm gonna challenge Rob this week to come up with a, a game plan. Uh, uh, like you said, it incorporates more running. I can see him run the ball. Uh, I need him to be more consistent, more consistent with his drives. Uh, it's it's not about the long ball. It's about ball control. It's about possession. And I, I know Rob can do it. So I'm calling out the defense, and I'm calling out Rob to come up with a big game this week. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie, man. I'm calling out Suroff. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling, calling him out. out the- Suroff because it's week five now. It's week six now. You've played five games. I'm not saying you've played bad because you have played well in some. I think you've played well on some of these games. So I want to see you complete it. Complete 40 minutes. Bills, the whole Bills, but mostly Suroff. I want to see – I want to see – it all on display. I'm officially right. starting back up the uh, Freeze Action Rate campaign as well. 
Okay. Let's get Zach. Let's get Zach some some catches, some uh, some red zone targets in this game. I think. Big body. Yeah, we've gotten done a good job of getting cue the ball. I think it's time to start looking Zach's way as well. Yeah. All right. Um. Let's move on to the. Did we make our picks for the game? Oh, no, we, we did not. Let's make it. Pick we did it. not. Yeah. All right. Who's who? You got? <laughs> who you got? Taking the Bills. Who you got? I'm gonna go with the Ravens because, like you said, this is a win or die. Uh, if they actually beat the Bills, they got a leg up on the they, Bills. They have a leg up on the Bills, and you'll have a chance at the playoffs. But at the end of the day, they they got to make they got to win a couple games. They got to win a couple, and if you're gonna win a couple, you got yeah five games left. You got to win this one. All right. uh, Ravens got to show me a complete game from every single person. Everyone's got to be enthusiastic about being uh, on the field and, and, and contributing. I, I don't want to see at the end of the game. I want to see people with their heads down and walking off the field. I will also be taking. The Bills in this game. So I, I like the, the Ravens, I, like, I like the fact that they had multiple practices. That's that's what's doing it for me. Um, I can't I can't bet the Ravens anymore because I've gotten burned by them. Probably uh, yeah, I'm gonna get burned all year. year. So I I be, sh- uh, I can't keep going back to the well. <laughs> I can't I can't. All right, let's do the other 11-15 game. Falcons versus Seahawks. Seahawks coming off of two great back to back wins. Falcons coming off of a very high energy, uh, high very emotional, uh, 12-30 primetime game. Okay. I think Chase is trending in the right direction. I think when you look at the matchups of the quarterbacks of this league, 
I'm um, in quarterbacks in this game. This probably could be you could argue two of the fastest, most athletic quarterbacks in this league. So I think this can be a really good one. Very excited for this one. But with that being said, Kurtzman, I will take the Falcons. Um, I think that one thing we that's gonna have to change for the Seahawks at least in the last couple of weeks, which they picked up their two wins. They've had Joey playing in the middle of the field and just letting him be an athlete and make plays on their defense. With Justin out there, with Jack out there, with Johnny out there, you might have to switch up your game plan a little bit. Joey might have to play in the back if you're playing zone, or you might have to man up Justin. So they're definitely going to have to game plan and change up what they've been doing because I, I just don't know if you want to take that chance not having your best athlete up there against their best athlete. Um, with that all being said, I'm going to take the Falcons. I want to add, before I go to you, Dad, I want to add, I am predicting an interception for No Goon, a.k.a. The Reaper, a.k.a. Jack Starner. <laughs> I got Jack. I got Jack as defensive player of the year, so I think he's going to continue that trend, Dad. Okay, I really like the way that the uh, energy is being brought by uh, the Seahawks in the last two weeks. But here's my thing: they rush two, and in uh, the Falcons scheme, their RPO rushing two could hurt. It could against an RPO team leaves a lot of open holes. Yes, yeah, it does. Sure. And the X factor here, and it's going to be every week, and he's playing phenomenal. Is Nick Sedano. I agree. Nick Sedano is a road grader. There is no one in this league he can't block or run over. Mm. So if they're going to stick to a two-man rush against this team, I can't see them putting the pressure that they need to like they have the last couple of weeks on uh, pretty much you know stationary quarterbacks. Yeah, I agree. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, I also agree. Uh, Chase has to play a mistake-free game yeah. just to be competitive in this game. I agree. All right? not, not to win, to be competitive. So that's a, that's a tall order too. Not to say he's mistake free, uh, he's mistake prone, but he's got to play a, almost a perfect game at quarterback. Um, and I, I guess with all that being said, I'm, I'm going to go with the Falcons. Yeah, no, I think the Falcons are a very, very, very good team in this league. They are forced to be reckoned with offensively, and quite quietly, their defense has been top of the charts in terms of points per game. So right, let's do the last game of the day: the Panthers versus the Patriots. Let's start by saying this. Tommy Garlante. <laughs> Chrisman, you watched the film. I recommended it at the end of the podcast last week. Tell me what you saw. I saw Tommy play his best game by far that yes. he has played. Um, dropping dots all out the field, putting the ball only where his receivers can go get it. He's finally abusing Abby, which if he's on the field, you should be abusing him. Abusing. Um Abby did five for one eleven and three touchdowns. That's what he should be doing. Now I'm gonna hold it with a grain of salt because it was against the Ravens. Mm. And not to put a damper <laughs> on the Ravens, but the Ravens are the worst defense in the league, and that's just what it is. But what you're supposed to do against the best defense in the league, you're supposed to do what he did. And he did exactly what he was supposed to do. He got everyone going, everyone touched the ball. The targets were spread so evenly, it was great. Um the team had a lot of energy. They were really into it. They knew that they needed a big win that week, and they went out and got it. And that's what it only takes one win to start the the winning streak that gets you that gets you really going before the playoffs. Um, I always like to say the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. And oh, that's your quote. That no, it's something <laughs> I always say. No, okay. I'm just saying I uh, use that okay. like when talking okay. like that's okay. the thing. And if you're gonna make the playoff and make a playoffs, make a run, you're only a one win team right now. Today's a big game. Saturday's gonna be a big game. And if you could take down Augie, that's a tall order in itself. So I'm not counting them out. Dad, how do you feel about this one? Last week's victory was the Patriots' first win, right? It was. Yes. All right. Um, <laughs> every week we, we get excited about you know Tommy's play, and they only have one win against the worst league, uh, worst defense in the league. I agree. To to talk about, uh, I don't see them. 
doing that to a, a good team with an elite quarterback like Augie. But I mean, all right. So defensively, I'll agree with you because they gave up a lot of points. But offensively, they scored uh, Dolphins twenty. They scored the against the Dolphins. Scored thirty two against the Bucks. Um, they had a bye week and then scored thirty eight this week. So the offense, I don't think, is the problem. I think defensively this week they were able to figure it out. They got up to twenty six on the lead. That's what you got to do. But I do agree though with you that defensively they need to stub up because Augie can put a lot of points up on the board. Yeah, at some point, you know, you can be competitive, but at some point, you got to figure out a way to win. Of course. And if you can't do that, then you, I, I can't count you as a, a you know a league a, a contender or, or elite. Uh, so I you know like I said, one win against the Ravens and a lot of competitiveness in other games. I need to see more. I need to see them win. Actually, win these kind type of games. Do is um. Is the Panthers' full team going to be there this weekend? We're pretty sure, correct? I believe I haven't heard anything. Yeah, I don't think Augie said anything, so I'm pretty sure Connor, everyone playing this week. So um, I like them. At, at, you know, in this in this matchup, I think you're going to have. If there's one person in the league, in my opinion, who could go out there and go toe to toe with Abby in terms of an athleticism standpoint, it's Connor. Connor. It's Connor. So if you go out there and you throw Connor on Abby, I'm not saying that Abby's not going to do his thing because Abby will always do his thing when he's on the field. I think Connor makes it hard. I, th- I think it's going to be a great battle, and I think same if you put Abby on Con- if you put Abby on Connor, or if Abby's playing the line, um, it's going to be tough. And I think it's going to be a really good game, and I'm really excited for it. Um, I think it's going to be a big bounce back spot for the Panthers. I- I'm, gonna- I'm curious to see how they play defense in this one because we ramped up their defense, we hyped up their defense, and then the Cardinals kind of played a really good game against them last week. Uh, I think Giuseppe is obviously going to be huge in this game. Pauly was more involved last week. You talked about all the the uh, targets that were spread around very evenly, Kurtzman. You know, you got to account for everybody. So I'm excited to see what Augie's game plan for this one is. Yeah, I hope um, I hope Augie continue to have his love for the love for the league again, even after coming off a loss. He knows he could have had that game after the game. He called me and said, "I didn't play well enough to win, but I know if we saw them again, we could get the win." Which I do believe in any given week, Augie can beat any given team and. That's listen. Sometimes the ball just doesn't fall your way. You give up a late score. You just don't score in the end of the game. But um, no, I'm really, I really hope that Augie comes in with a really good game plan. Gets Connor the ball early and often. I want to say, I want to see nine, ten targets for Connor this game. Mm. I don't care if Abby's out there guarding him. Connor's the type of player in this league where you don't care what the matchup is because corners when you're playing receiver and playing corner the receiver has the advantage so go out there and get the ball to your best guy i want to also see a big game out of nick zalek mm. call out this yeah, i'm gonna, out gonna call out i'm call gonna out call, out call out, call out, call out. you know what panthers they got a great secondary you got Connor, you got Olga, you got nick king who's not talked yep. about enough yeah, in this league nice shift nick that's a great great secondary i'm challenging the panther defensive line this week Ooh, okay especially marola oh let's get in there oh, let's get some pressure on on the quarterback your secondary can handle it. I need to see pressure. I need to see sacks. I need to see flag pulls. I'm challenging the Panther defensive line this week. I like that we're out here challenging. This is a challenge. Uh, it's, it's a new thing every week. We're going to start yeah, challenging yeah, people. Yeah, challenging. Nah, Call out just because I, we all know, we all sit here and watch games every week and we're like, yo, they could be doing that. Like, yeah. We know they, they, they can do these things. I, like, I need to see a uh, Maybe a, can we get a double sack game out of Matt? Like, Ooh, no, Matt, like, I just big wanna, Matt call out. I just want to, no, because like, listen, you're a second round pick. You got to yeah. go out there and make plays. If you're going to win, you're a second round pick. I go out there and make plays. So make some plays. I yeah. like the challenge to the D line. Rob Torino been very good this year for them. Yes. Verdesco been very good for them. Yes. Matt, your turn. Oh, I love it. I love the call-outs. All right, yeah. let's do our picks and get out of here. Oof. I'll start. 
I'm taking the Panthers in a big bounce back spot, even though I love the Patriots and I will remain the president of Tommy Galante Fan Club. Kersman. Well, you can't be the president if you bet against him too many times, so I am taking the Patriots. Tommy Galante, back-to-back wins, gets the go, and he continues to feed Abby the way he knows he's supposed to. Paul, he came back last week, very good week for him. Interception, touchdown also, five catches. I like the way their team is trending. That. Well, these hips don't lie. I'm going with uh, the Panthers. Yep. Wow. I like that. I like that. That was nice. That was nice. That was nice. I like that. Oh, no offense. Go to the locker room. All right. And TJ's TV is All right. Let's, uh, let's end the pod. Everyone, so make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure you guys subscribe whatever platform you are listening to the podcast on. We'll catch you at the field on Saturday. Let's get it. Peace.